have OM Podcast. Today I have a super stellar guest on the show. Um, I have worked with him at an OMP camp, and basically he is just the most incredible, um, confident, and helpful, useful person ever. Welcome to the show, Clint Johnson. Hi, Alyssa. <laughs> Hello. I am so happy that that you are here. Um, we were at the Lakewood camp together a couple of years ago. Yes, we were. It was my first camp to direct. Mm-hmm. And I felt like anytime I didn't know what to do, I would ask you what to do. And and I would make up an answer. <laughs> and I would totally trust it. 100%. Um, yeah, so that was just a couple of summers ago. Why don't you start with telling us a little bit about yourself, what you do, um, and how you came to get involved with OMP. So, uh, you know, most people know me as I'm now the director of the Lakewood camp did that this past summer. And we'll, again, this summer, summer, I'm also on the construction committee. So I'm involved with, um, with training the college staff, some other, other construction related things. My day job, uh, I work for Arkansas Game and Fish Commission as a biologist. So I work with landowners, restoring habitat and, uh, get paid a lot of stuff on fire. So that's, that's always a good day. There you go. I work the my day job is a very very different world from from OMP. So uh, my summer vacation I spend at OMP camps because it's even though it's hard work um, it's, as we all know it's very very different from what I do on a daily basis. So it is is a great break for me in the summertime. I will say I feel like there was at camp some kind of incident with a snake or. I feel, like, I feel like I remember there was something to do with a snake, and I called you, and you knew what to do. Yeah, I have rescued several snakes on job sites. Uh, rescued, I believe it was a copperhead we found under a porch this year, and I put it on a shovel and, and uh, relocated it somewhere else on the property. So, yeah, that, that, uh, those skills do come in handy from time to time. Absolutely. So, this is something I, I have no idea. Basically, I was going to OMP as a camper and a college mm-hmm. staffer. And then one day, like, you just kind of showed up. Um, yeah. <laughs> and, like, we're amazing. So, like, where did you come from? <laughs> how did, how did you a, get that's involved? That's an interesting story. Um, so I, I'm trying to think. I guess it was 2012 or 2013. Um, I had been volunteering some with our, with our church uh, youth group. And I went to Veritas with them and helped on a, a – uh, the, the Wild River Country lock-in, those of y'all that have participated, and I still stuck around for some crazy reason after doing that. Um, and they started pestering me about going to OMP, that they, they needed a, a driver. You know, at the time we called them drivers, now adult camper. And, uh, man, I just, I, I've got 12 vacation days a year. I, I cannot burn half of them at an OMP camp. I love to, can't go. And, um, their youth director kept asking me a couple more times. I was firm, said, no, can't go, I'm sorry. And one of the youth, uh, Rebecca Watkins, who served as college staff one year, and she served with uh, SOS for the last couple summers, she kept pestering me and would not let it go. And I finally told her, Rebecca, I will go if you'll leave me alone. <laughs> Shut her up. Probably agreed to go as a driver. And fell in love with it. Absolutely loved the experience. I had a like the most awesome neighbor that you could possibly ever have as my first neighbor. Uh, Hank Godwin was CC at my first camp. 
Daniel Daniel Curry was a was a uh, was a college staffer at that first camp, so I think I had like the best first experience that anyone could possibly ever have at OMP camp, and really fell in love with it. And eventually, wound up serving as youth director at our church for two years. What we do to that? So it's it's it's. Uh, I thank Rebecca now for pestering me enough to <laughs> push me into that. Shout out to Rebecca for gifting us. <laughs> Don't fill up her head too big if, if you're listening, Rebecca. Yeah, unless you get too high. I had no idea. Okay, that is that's really interesting. Okay, mm-hmm. because so I I, I remember um, I remember that group attending Lakewood for for several years. So that yep. makes sense. Very very cool. And how fun now that that's the camp you are you are kind of known for directing, I guess. You're, right. You came to direct, and now again this summer, that's wonderful. Um, yes, for those of you who don't know, I I was able to direct the Lakewood camp um, for a summer event. I then moved to attend seminary and um, was like, who, who can direct? Who do I, you know, entrust my home church OMP camp to? Um, without a doubt, absolutely, Clint Johnson, like, when I called to ask if you would direct and you said yes, I was like, praise Jesus, we have the best <laughs> director ever now. Um, the, the full story of that is I was, I was like, I was packing to go to deer camp when you called and I, I, I knew that you're going to seminary. And yeah. so I just said, like, I'm going to get asked to be director. So you call and I'm like, Hey, can you be director? And I just said, yes, just cause I, I wanted to get back to packing my truck for deer camp. <laughs> and, and Alyssa was like, uh, or wait a minute. Are you, you said yes. Like you had, you had prepared all this speech <laughs> to talk me into it. I think we're was kind of upset that you now didn't get to use it anymore. <laughs> so you have to I did. I was so nervous to call you, and um, I, yeah, I was just expecting to really need to harp on. Like I know that you're gonna, you are such a talented CC, but like here are the ways you can be a director and like still be involved in that area. Like I was so prepared. Um, and yeah, I just said, I'm, I'm calling to talk to you about, you know, serving as, as the camp director. And you're like, yeah, I'll do that. I was like, uh, 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 what? It's kind of like, I let the air out of your balloon. I, I should have let you on a little bit. I was stunned. And then, yeah, well, that's funny. I don't, I don't know if I, I can't remember if I knew you were packing or not, but I just remember you were, you're like, yep, this is good. I'll, I'll talk to you later. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny. Wow. Okay, that's incredible. So, um, so as far as like, um, years you've been involved with OMP. I mean, it's what, like, I don't know, seven or eight years. No, uh, the six. I think that this next year will be a seventh year, I believe. Year. That's so awesome. Um, yeah. I just, I just remembered. Um showing up to a college staff training and like I'd never met you before um I think at that time I was interning maybe in the office yeah, yeah. we were training everybody on how to build a wheelchair ramp and I was like can someone tell me who this person is <laughs> it kind of came out of the blue it was amazing though so talk to me a little bit about your role on like you're on the construction committee and and that usually involves some training as well um talk to me about kind of what that looks like and why OMP does that with our college students? Um, so I guess part of my role will be um, making sure that our um, 
our construction policies and our guidelines and, and everything we do is consistent from camp to camp. Um, so that that's a big part of it, of training all the staffers with the same training to make sure that they understand what our standards are, that the quality control is there, that more than anything, the safety is there, both for the campers and for the neighbors in the the, the, the material, the uh, product that we leave them with, the work that we're doing with them. And, um, and trying to get them up to speed uh, to going from, you know, a lot of them have been to camps before. They know how to swing the proverbial hammer. They know what they're doing. But leading someone to doing those things is a completely different different ball game. So teaching them those leadership skills of knowing uh, the construction side of it good enough to lead people to do it, uh, I think, is, is the hardest part of that job. And it's something that college students always say they're most afraid of. Um, yeah. they'll say, I'm, I'm confident about being able to lead worship or being able to lead games, whatever kind of their specialty is. But construction is, um, is something that can be really scary. It's like, fairly so. I mean, you know, someone is, is going to be using this wheelchair ramp. Like, if it right. falls, that's a big problem. Yeah, kind of. be and my standard there is, I, I don't, I don't care if the, the college staffer knows how to drive a screw on their own. What I really want them to know is when they show up on a job site to look at the ramp and go, you know what, that's not right. I need to call the CC is to, to know when to take something to the next level or to know what questions to ask of the construction staff uh, to be able to get that address because the, the CCs can't be everywhere. Typically, we have one per camp. Um, so the, the college staff have to be the eyes and ears out there that are seeing those things and making sure that quality control is is there and that's so great that granted i don't think you were you were training when i was on college staff but i but i remember like you don't have to know how to build the wheelchair ramp all by yourself or be able to do it all by yourself you just have to be able to um to look more big picture kind of thing um which is which is good to know and also knowing that even if we do only have one CC, there's going to be a program person who was on college staff for three years at your camp or something right. that someone else who can you can get a second opinion from. Um, trusting in that that support staff is big too. Um, so and, I you know, they're, they're so the college staffers are so nervous about the construction side of things, and one of the first things we tell them is that's the least important part of your job. The, the number one goal for you is building a relationship with the campers and make sure that the campers build relationships with each other, with their, uh, with, with their adult, uh, adult camper and with the neighbor, you're there to facilitate that. And the construction stuff, the physical things we're doing for the neighbor, those are just tools that we use to get at that goal. So, uh, you know, the, the, all, all the construction stuff, that is the least important part of camp. That's, that's just the vehicle that we're using to get to, sharing the love of Jesus and building relationships. Absolutely. I think about OMP, how it's, if I hadn't, if I had not attended as a camper, I do not know if I would um, have the um, the understanding of, of just the importance of diversity um, that, that I do now. I was very much kind of in my own in my own bubble in my school and in my community um and understanding that there are just parts of my own town where I don't 
relationships there um, and with different you know, groups of people that I never would have met if right. I had um, served as a camper and, and known um, the world is the world is bigger than me and my family um, <laughs> and the house that I live in, you know? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, so it, it, you're right. Yes, like the, the physical aspect is, is, is part of camp. It's a way of service, but you, you take so much of it. Um, away just for your for your own self you think that you're going you know to, to serve and then you um experience being served as well which is, is really cool so that being said what is your favorite part of omp like your favorite part or maybe a favorite memory that you have of camp oh man i've i've, I've thought i tried to prep for this going knowing we we're doing this call <laughs> I'm pretty sure my favorite OMP experience was that very first neighbor we had. And, and Daniel talked about Mr. Joe, uh, if you remember a couple, a couple months back. And um, uh, Mr. Joe was a, a blind man in Texarkana uh, that had a really rough time uh, growing up. And I had never met anybody that was that faithful and that thankful for what he had and he didn't have a whole lot and um i don't even and your your sister lexi was actually in my family group no she wasn't really she was yeah she was yeah and i had the best first family group ever was the best one i could ask for (laughs) and to just sit there and and listen to him uh i don't even remember what we physically did i think we raked and painted something but what I remember about that whole week is is us sitting in the floor at Mr. Joe's house, drinking sweet tea and just listening to him talk. I think that was that was one of the most powerful things that, that I've ever done. And then at neighbor night, uh, Mr. Joe, of course, came to, to neighbor night, and um, and and every and we we've been coming back every night telling these stories about Mr. Joe, how awesome he was, and I don't think anybody believed how awesome he could possibly be until they met him and it's like yeah this guy's the real deal and uh, i remember at one point when we were we got done eating we're just about to 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 take him home um i looked over and he was sitting in a chair and had at least 20 campers sitting around him sitting on the floor listening and the first thing that came to mind was this must have been a little bit what it was like to see jesus sitting you know, everywhere he went, people followed him, people listened. This must be a taste of what it was like to know Jesus, to know someone whose heart is that big and has so much wisdom to share. So I thought about it a lot and I, I don't think I, I don't think any of my OMP experience can top that one. Oh my goodness. That's beautiful. Just the way that, and I think OMP lends itself to that, the ways that you can see Christ in others. Um, Definitely. It's huge, whether it's, like, your college chaper shows up with, like, water balloons and a smile on a bad day, or, like, you have a Mr. Joe who is sharing just incredible testimony with such faith and strong um, beliefs. That's, it, I do think that, that at OMP you can see that the best part of people, um, the, the Christ in, in each person, and that's just amazing. Um, I love that. 
Okay, so backing up, I think I misunderstood. Earlier, I thought you were saying your first camp was at Lakewood. Your first camp was at Texarkana. Oh, sorry, El Dorado. I, I might have said Texarkana. I meant El Dorado. It was at El Dorado. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> oh, my goodness. Wow. I, did, I had no idea Lexi was in that group. She was. She was a little, little prankster at OMP. <laughs> prankster, but one year, um, it's kind of funny, my, uh, my boyfriend came to OMP too. We were, we've been dating since we were in high school. So this is way back when we were campers mm-hmm. and he came to camp and so did Lexi. Um, and they got somehow in the same major group and Lexi lied, 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 lied to the college staff and said she had never met Drew. They were in the same youth group, but they didn't know each other. <laughs> I mean, Drew's coming over for dinner at our house, like once a week. Right. <laughs> <laughs> They got put in the same family group. Um, <laughs> she was just, just funny like that. Um, her experiences with OMP are, are really unique and special, too. I know that she's met some of her really great friends through camp, um, and I have as well. That's just something, too, um, what, what you take away from OMP, the things that are um, not even just, like, just having that experience, I guess, with people really keeps you connected and keeps you close to go make that that powerful together. Um, it really just creates super strong friendships and relationships, for sure. Okay, so um, I love this question. I just always like to hear people's like funny camp stories, camp fails, whatever it is. Just like. Do you have any experiences where you're just like, what, what even, or laughing so hard you can't breathe kind of thing? Oh, there's so many. <laughs> um, I can think of one really fun time. Uh, I was at camp in, in Solemn Springs uh, serving as a driver. And okay. uh, and for whatever reason, they had a hard time drumming up uh, projects for us at that camp. And... Um, <laughs> So I can get this uh, story right. The um, my college staffer and the program director were driving around, and Silent Springs is right on the Arkansas Oklahoma border, northwest Arkansas, and they were driving around somewhere in the Oklahoma Ozarks and got their car stuck in the middle of the road and on a gravel road, got it hung up on a rock or something. And here comes this guy, uh, no cell phone service, of course, that's where you always get stuck. Here comes this guy and a beat up old truck kind of rough looking guy and pulls their pulls their car out for him and they they got to talking to him and he uh, he was having a pretty rough time said, well this would be a great place to send a family group and uh, it wound up being my family group super super nice guy and uh, we were cleaning up his yard and of, of course you know the, the weather at OMP you know it always rains uh, at some point during the week and uh, we're working in the yard and just shower came poured on us and the, the guy was living in a camper so we didn't have a place to get out of the rain so i got a tarp out of the toolbox in my truck and all of us huddled up under this tarp and we were under there for about two minutes and figured out that we were sweating more under the tarp than it was worth so we went up working in the yard in the pouring down rain in the middle of a thunderstorm the guy's looking at us like we're out of our minds. And uh, one weed, the moment in the grass, and the pouring rain. And uh, 
And then, you know, the sun came out and it just got really hot and really sticky and sweated some more. And uh, we got to talking like, man, I, I could really use uh, a dip right now. Like, get, get, jump in a pool or something to cool off. And um, the, the, the neighbor said, well, there's a really nice creek down at the bottom of the hill here. And, uh, okay, that's exactly what we need. And uh, a couple of the campers had, like, never swam in a creek uh we're up home like guys were already soaking wet we might as well jump in so we jumped in the creek and creek and swim around and got to the uh, shower house and we're all walking like you know you walk in your wet like you don't want to touch yourself <laughs> you just your clothes are all soaked we're waddled waddled in our shoes squeaking water shooting out to the shower house she thought we were out of our minds <laughs> told the shower house lady what we were what, what we had done and, and uh just thought we were absolutely crazy, but uh, that that was one of my favorite OMP memories. So, in retrospect, may I ask why did you not why did you not just get in the truck when it started raining? I have no idea. I don't know why. <laughs> why that never occurred to us. <laughs> For whatever reason, we got a tarp out, and it was about 110 degrees under that tarp. <laughs> you told me this. I'm like, why did you sit in the truck? It's so obvious, right? If we got in the truck, then we would have. Like, those kids have never swam in a creek in all their lives. That's so. I I've never <laughs> swam in a creek. Absolutely. You should have been with us. We would have taken yeah, you. Maybe maybe next time. <laughs> Goodness, that's hilarious. That's a that's a fun one. Um, <laughs> I'm always gonna remember that you guys were under a tarp instead of in the truck. So. <laughs> so you were basically the way that you found OMP, um, your church needed another adult to attend right. the group. Yeah, they were down to the point of, hey, we can't go unless you go. I'm like, man, y'all just have to put the drip cart. Right, and, and I, I totally hear what you're saying. People's vacation time is limited, and it's yep. hard to commit to give up that that time. Um, but, I mean, after, after talking to you, I mean, it sounds like totally made a really big impact um on your life and the ways that that you're serving i know you've made a huge impact on our organization so tell me a little bit and we were talking a little bit about um what you would what you would share with adults who are kind of contemplating if they should um make the the commitment to come to omp for a week yeah sure and i've talked about those several people um I, i didn't have the time to go to OMP and I still don't, I, I don't have, I'm, I'm building a house right now. <laughs> I don't have time for this, but I'll make time because after experiencing what OMP is, that's where I go to refuel every year. Um, my, my tank is running pretty low by, by the time I get to camp and, um, running on that of, of seeing campers that excited to go serve people they don't know to be the hands and feet of Jesus, to love people, um, like that um, keeps me going for the whole year, and then now you know in a in a volunteer role on the construction committee, I get little doses of that throughout the year. So it, it's yeah. not that I have to wait for camp as as I can go, um, you know, some event or some training or whatever, and and see all the OMP people and and get another dose of that and get refilled uh, to hold me over for camp. So. If you're if you're wondering if you have the time, you don't. But you have to make the time. 
because this stuff is important. It will absolutely change your life. It'll make you um, a better person, a better Christian. Uh, taking that uh, mentality home to your family will will definitely definitely change you. I love that. Thank you so much for sharing that. Um, and I, I totally resonate with what you're saying about the the little doses. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> connect with people you've experienced Ozark Christian Project with kind of throughout the throughout the year. Right. Um, whether it's some kind of meeting, or I mean, there would be times I'd be, you know, in Little Rock and I'd run into, like, someone I'd gone to camp with a couple of summers ago. And just this bond and connection that you you have with um, with people is really special. And, oh, you know, yeah. you get to give them a hug and catch up for 10 minutes, and you, like, walk out, and your heart's just, like, swollen up because right. of all the, the beautiful friendships and relationships you've been able to build definitely I, I went with um me and my wife went to uh annual conference this last year to see our pastor james sherlock coordinated we were made into the church and we walked into the event center and i see all these people that she's never met i'm shaking hands i'm hugging them she's like who are these people like these are these are omp people this is like my family and she i guess it had never occurred to her how strong of a bond that is and it was, it was like me walking into a family reunion yes. you know, these people I hadn't seen in a couple months. And, and I think it really sunk into her because she, she's never fully, she's been to, you know, camp for a day. She's never been to camp. Oh, she never had the full experience. Um, I think it really sucked into her how important that those bonds are and how special camp is. Well, thank you so much for sharing all of this with us. And You're welcome. Thanks for, thanks for giving me a place to share. Yeah, everything that you do. Um, oh, you're just the best. You're the best. Um, <laughs> you're volunteers are the best. I just, every time, you know, this is something I, I haven't really shared on the podcast, but I just feel like I, I need to. Like, I really resonate with what you're saying about if you don't have time, you make time. Yeah. And, you know, some days, like, you know, I'm in grad school right now. Today was like, oh, I've got so much going on. I don't know if I have time to have a have an Owen podcast conversation. And, and that's happened a couple of times since I've tried to do this. And then I get to talking with other people who love God and love service and love OMP. And it's just like, I feel like I could cry. I'm so happy that I had these moments of conversation. Um, and, and just took the little bit of time to reflect on that and, and hear about other people's experiences and, it, and it's special and I hope that people who listen to the podcast get just like a little touch of that as well um, yeah yeah I, I, I feel you there um, I'd never listened to one of these po- podcasts I'd already, <laughs> already seen them on Facebook and, well I don't have time for that right that's always like the excuse I don't have time to listen to a podcast even though I do love you Alyssa but uh, then Hank was on here I was like I've got to listen to Hank and I listened to it. I was like, this is so good. And it is like a little dose of camp. So I went back, I ended up binge listening to all of your podcasts, like a three day period driver at work. That is so funny. <laughs> and also the, the, the way I got here is I sent an email to Bailey say, Hey, no, I called her. That's what I, I called Bailey and said, Hey, I love these podcasts. Tell Alyssa, she's doing a great job. And she said, oh, thank you, Clint, and thank you for volunteering to be on the next podcast. I said, oh, yeah, no problem. I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> I just volunteer. Bailey is a very, very good salesman. 
she is, she cracks me up. Oh my goodness. Yeah, it, it is really neat. Um, all of the, the different people we've been able to, to have on. Um, if someone like really feels called to, to be on the podcast, you are welcome to be. Just reach out to, to me or the OMP office. Um, but I'm, I'm really glad that you binged, binged us, binged <laughs> the podcast and um, are, are resonating with some stuff because it, it is just like a little kind of reminder of, you know, why, why we do what we're, we're doing and experiences. So I'm so glad. Well, at the end of every podcast, I usually invite our guests um, to say a prayer for us and for our listeners and for those our Christian project. So uh, would you care to do that for us, Clint? I'd be happy to. Okay. Thank you. Will you pray with me? Father God, we thank you for this day. We thank you for, uh, thanks for gathering me and Alyssa together to have this wonderful conversation. I thank you for uh, for the medium of this podcast, for us to be able to get a little dose of camp, a little dose of of your world that that uh, that you're trying to make here um, in our world, uh, Lord, use us, use our gifts, use our skills to bring your love and your compassion to all of our neighbors. In Christ's name, we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much, Clint. Thank you, Alyssa. Take care. Thank you. Like Be more kind.